It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Another But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, September 3rd, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call 317-849-2933. Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist going. He's going to hook you up. You're going to become his next new patient like I did 26 years ago. I have never looked back. I could not be happier with the service, the professionalism, the empathy, the friendliness at Today's Dentistry. Again, 317-849-2933. Three, three. So let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. We're just five days away from the season opener. They're going to be in Los Angeles to play against the Chargers, and Jacoby Brissett is going to be under center. He's going to be the starting quarterback for this team in 2019 and likely into 2020. He signed an extension yesterday, contract extension that's going to pay him $30 million over the next two years. All right, so a lot of people are saying, well, it's like you used the franchise tag in 2020, but it's not really. Here's how it's a little bit different. Jacoby Brissett this year is going to cost the Colts roughly $15 bucks. All right, two years, $30 million, and you can work the cap number in different ways to get it to show different things, right, and get it to count in 2019 in one way, in 2020 in another. But let's just split it down the middle, all right? So it's going to be $15 million this year, $15 million next year. It could have been $2 million this year. And then the number for franchise tagging a quarterback in 2019, $24.865 million. That's a lot of cabbage. So all in, you're talking about $30 million or so, right? But with part of that money and a good portion of that money now allocated into 2019, what you've done is opened up at least $10 million under the cap that you can spend next year. That would not have been the case had they franchise tagged him after this year. You also put yourself in a position where you can franchise another guy next year, right? You can only franchise one guy, so you pick your guy. And if it's not going to be Jacoby Brissett, and it's smart for you to franchise somebody else next year, you can go ahead and do that. Also, the collective bargaining agreement is going to expire after the 2020 season, so you're going to have a new CBA. 
And if the new CBA penalizes teams as they move forward and continue to try to franchise people right now with a franchise tag going into a second year, you franchise a guy, let's say in 20, and then you want to franchise Brissett again in 21, you have to pay him 120% of what he made that first franchise tag year. As you move into 2021, that number could go even higher. This is really smart. You take care of all the crossing of the T's and the dotting of the I's now, and you move forward knowing what you're going to owe, when you're going to owe it, and how it's going to apply to the cap without having to make a determination in the offseason as to what Jacoby Brissett is going to make or what you would like to pay him in 2020. This is kind of interesting to me. Jacoby Brissett, he's his own agent. He operates without an agent. He doesn't have to pay the percentage. And he explained in his media availability today when he was asked about that relationship. And he talked about a bunch more stuff. Here's Jacoby Brissett. How does this change things? Does it change things? Not at all. Uh, I don't think it changes anything at all. Is it sort of important to not let it change things? Uh, Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, you know, just to... I mean, money doesn't define me, so it therefore wouldn't change me to I would be any anybody different. So just go out there and play football. That's what I'm excited for. Jacoby, is that a goal to get this done before the start of the regular season? Uh, it's just whenever it got done, it got done. It was never like my priority, you know. So. Correct you don't have an agent or handle all your all your. Yeah, I do it myself. Why? Uh, because I don't like people to like bullshit on my behalf. So I'd much rather just say it for myself. What's the process been like, though, having to do it on your own with everything else has been? Uh, I did it. I did it in my rookie contract too, so I kind of had the the gist of it. But you know, when you be on, when you're honest and you know, just that's all you can be is honest. You know, that's pretty unique, though, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I think a couple other players do it around the league. Does this sort of show you know, that financially they're they're supportive of you? Do you look at it that way or not? Uh, I thought. I mean, I thought they supported me all along. You know, uh, so yeah. But to get this out, to get this out of the way before the season starts, and you know, contract your, does that give you a sense of relief though? No, we still got to play a game and try and win, you know. So, not not really necessarily relief of How did it come money. Up? Did you did you approach him or did they approach? You? Uh, no, they they approached me. Are they making a statement of some sort to to you? Are they what are they saying to you? by committing to you the way they are? Uh, I think that's a question for them, you know. Uh, you know, I'm obviously, you know, grateful beyond words uh, for this opportunity uh, for, you know, the Ursay family and uh, Ballard and the, the team of trusting me, you know. So uh, it, it's hard to put that part in words, but, you know, it's still got to go play football. Jacoby, I'm, I'm curious, with, with 12 gone, will the offense change at all, or is this offense what it is and it's you're running it now? Uh, it's just they, the offense is what it is, and I'm running it now. So, yeah, tailor, I like how you worried that. I mean, they tailor to a quarterback strength. Things yeah. you do, they, how, how will people see a change? I guess they'll have to see, and then they'll be able to tell the change. Jacoby, <laughs> how would you describe kind of your wave of emotions the last two weeks from what Andrew told you to put the pen to paper earlier? Uh, I mean, obviously started off sad because, you know, uh, a great friend was – it was retiring, but, you know, just excited now to just move forward. Uh, and, you know, we got an unbelievable opportunity coming up this week, so just been focusing on that, to be honest with you, as hard as that is to believe. Excuse me if you've already answered this question, but 
I'll let you know if I already answered. Oh, that. And, we, and we know that. But what what has it been like as far as the, your your workload mindset has has it changed at all since you officially became a starter? Uh, not at all. I know you said you think like a starter, but now that you are officially, has it been different in the past week and a half? Uh, the contract didn't solidify no, no, me no, no, as no, officially no, no, a starter. Hey, I'm over the contract. Right. I'm sorry. But uh, just from, from the preparation standpoint to get ready for week Uh Yeah, nothing changes. And, you know, that's the way our room works. You know, uh, Frank and Nick hold everybody in that room to the same standard that they would if it was last year and Andrew was a starter. So, you know, the preparation wouldn't change from that standpoint. Do you know Brian, Brian Hoyer? Or Brian Hoyer, yeah, Brian I know. Hoyer, yeah. Do you have a relationship with yeah. him? Yeah. Is I do. Positive and you're oh yeah, to yeah, no question. Tell me, where do you know him from? Uh, from our past history. Uh, well, for one, playing against him, and then you know he's kind of one of Tom Brady's backups, so we kind of fall into the same category now. You, you guys missed each other by a couple months in New England, is that right? You uh, were together. I mean, man, Hoyer. Right. No. What have you seen from LA? Start a chance to start focusing on a game now. Uh, you know, a fast group. Uh, you know, uh, they they run they run their stuff and they run it really well. Uh, you know, they got a, a lot of great players. You know, obviously when you think of them, you think of their front two guys. Uh, you know, they can change the outcome of a, a game in a heartbeat. So you know, just being able to you know withstand that. Despite all that's gone down since you reported the training camp, is what you're doing today just the same as it was day one of training camp up there in Westfield? As far as which part? As far as your day-to-day, getting better 1%, buying in and knowing, like you said, preparing every day like you're the starter now. Well, during training camp, I probably saw y'all one time, so <laughs> now I'll probably see y'all a lot more often. But, you know, everything else stays the same. You know, uh, stick to my routine and just continue to, you know, find ways to get better. Coming in 2017, the way that you did, having to kind of learn the offense on the fly, did it change the way you see the game and the way you prepare? And ultimately, do you feel like it makes you a better player to kind of see uh, no question. I think it made me a better player. Uh, you know, being able to, you know, learn a lot of things on the fly, as you would say. But uh, you know, honestly, like going back and like really studying myself and studying football and just understanding, you know, offenses, offenses, attacking defenses. Uh, was a was a tremendous uh, asset for me. That's Jacoby Brissett, Nick Sirianni, the offensive coordinator. He spoke about the Chargers, about Brissett, and a bunch of other stuff today in his media availability. Let's hear from Nick Sirianni. I think that you, when you, anybody who's playing quarterback for you, they're going to have their favorites. Uh, so Andrew had his favorites. Jacoby has his favorites. So we stay within the scheme. We do, and we and we do with what fits our players the best. So if, jo- if Jacoby likes something that Andrew didn't, you might see a little bit more of that, and, and vice versa. So uh, that's that's how it changes, uh, just so we can adapt to our the the needs and the likes of our players. This is a this is a big moment for him. This is a huge chance for him. And it doesn't seem like he's been any different the last 10 days. And that's kind of like how he is behind the scenes, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get a sense of that. I mean, a lot of guys might be in over their head. Sure. It doesn't seem like that. Yeah, you know, he and he started games before. And, um, but, you know, we talk a lot about being consistent and being the same guy every day. That That's something that is a coach's dream right there is that got, that got what you, you know what you're going to expect. And Jacoby's been that since day one here. It, it hasn't mattered if he has taken first team reps, second team reps, scout team reps. It doesn't matter. He's been the same guy every day. And, it's, and he's prepared himself as a starter, and he's prepared himself for this situation right here. And, and that's great that you're noticing that. I know the players are noticing that. Our coaches are noticing that. And that gives a nice calm, calmness to everybody and, and, and Jacoby himself. 
you have to go through his favorites with him, or is that something you already have known because he was the backup and yeah, that's a good question. Um, we, yes, we, we know some of the stuff that he might feel really strongly about, um, just on on him making it work alone. You know, like what's his stats on that play right there throughout the training camp and or throughout OTAs. So we have a good feel of what he likes. But it's always a, just a, communi- a constant communication between myself, uh, Marcus, and Frank, and Jacoby uh, of what he likes and what he feels good about. And, you know, so it's con- it's it's yes to both answers, or both questions, I guess. And it's kind of dependent on game plan, too. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, so depending on what the defense runs or what they, you know, what they've shown or what their tendency may be, um, it, that's one hundred percent correct. He's going to like certain things versus different defensive coordinators. You, you and Frank and Chris talk endlessly about these intangibles that he has. He has it, whatever it is. Specifically, from a tangible point of view, what does he need to do really well to succeed? I mean, like, what are the quarterbacking things that he needs to do well? maybe take the next step from just being a good backup to being like a real starter sure um it's that consistency of just uh the accurate throws and it's any any good quarterback uh that i've been around has been two things they've been really good decision makers they take care of the football and they and they and they made good decisions and they're accurate with when they you know hey i know where to go with the football I, I see the coverage. I know where to go with the football, and then they can deliver a strike. Uh, the thing that Jacoby has, in addition to that, is he has escapability, and, and that's you know those three things. Just continue to perfect those three things because I, I firmly believe when you have those three things, for particularly the first two, you're going to be a successful quarterback. Have you notice his accuracy improved. I have. Because he's been working with Kyle. So yeah. A lot. I have. That's I think. Yeah, I think uh, Tom and Marcus. Marcus has really uh, taken the, Marcus Brady, our quarterback coach. They've done a great job of in continuing to improve his fundamentals. I see. Ti- I see his timing and continue to improve um, because of his knowledge with the offense. You know, when you when you hitch a couple times in your in your drop, it's because you don't have a great feel of where you're going with the football based off the coverage. And I've really seen him grow in that aspect of. One, two, three, four, five, hitch throw. One, two, three, four, five, hitch throw. That, that's, that's something that we stress a lot, and that's something that I continue, continue to see him uh, develop at, which is just going to you know, help everybody around him, the receivers, the offensive line, not having to protect as much, the receivers not having to get open for as long. Nick, um, for OC, what is this week like in getting Brian Hoyer ready in case you need him? How much of a crash course is it? Yeah, that, that's a good question. The... Uh, it's it's trying to it's not trying it's trying not to install the entire offense with them right at the beginning. It's hey okay we're in a week by week thing now. We'll try to show we'll we'll tell you as much as we can in the origin of each why each play is called the way it is so it makes sense from a greater uh, aspect or uh, you know so it, it kind of meshes and it fits for him and so he understands it. But it but you can't go back to what you did day one of install one. Um, it has to be, hey, we're catching you up as we go. Um, we're catching you up as we go. Here's the game plan. Here's where your reads are. Here's where everybody lines up. Here's what we're telling the wideouts, the protection rules, so on and so forth. So he gets all the all that information. And then from there, we find out, hey, what do you like, Brian, as far as, again, it's the same thing, right, we, we talked about earlier. What do you like, Brian? What's your favorites? What do you feel comfortable with? And then really zero in on that if you had to go in. 
the football you know, game. Obviously, other people are making those personnel decisions, but uh, is that a conversation even on the front end before signing? You know, is this guy someone who can come in and do that and have that aptitude and, and be able to, to absolutely, absolutely. I think you know we got the best backup quarterback in the history of football as our head coach. So, you know, he knows what it takes, right? He knows what it takes to be um, a backup quarterback. And being smart and being tough and being accurate, right? And, this, and that goes back to the, you know, but that smartness, that really comes into play because you don't get the reps. You don't get the reps all week. You're running, you know, a lot of times you're the scout team quarterback as well, and you're running the Chargers offense. You're Phillip Rivers for the week, right? And so, you know, it takes a, a special guy to be a, a, a good backup quarterback, and we think we, we found that in Brian. And um, he's, been, he's been a backup so, for so many different teams, and I can't tell you how many different texts I got yesterday from – former players that maybe that played for me in the past that played with Brian or um, for, you know his former coaches that said and it was it was like it was the same text it was like I was getting it was a joke it was the same text every single time no matter who it was from you got a real pro there he's going to be a great asset to, to Jacoby so that, that was really comforting and uh, obviously our scouts did their job uh, to to really do their homework on that and you know, Brian's Brian's been a great backup quarterback in the NFL for a long time now. When you talk about when you when you had a guy like Andrew who was so good at the line of scrimmage, you know, if you if you didn't like something, you would know, change the play. Does Jacoby have that same kind of freedom, kind of, you know, if he sees something and so he can yeah, you know one of the, one of the things we, all, we we try to teach all our guys is, hey, what is this good against? What is it not good against? What do you what are you what are you coming up to the line of scrimmage and saying, wow, I really like this play. I'm gonna make this thing work because I know what you know. And what are you coming up and saying, ooh, that's a problem. And we've tried to really stress that from day one as far as what that is uh, and and what can give them problems. So I think that. He's been experiencing this from day one, and, and he's taken so many reps with the first team this past. And we've really made a focus uh, of this la- of this year as far as hey, getting out of bad plays, because we felt like we could have done that a little bit better last year at times. And so we've really made a focus, and Jacoby's gotten all those reps to do that. So his door, you know, his ability to get out of play, he's got the same access as Andrew had to get out of bad play. He's been. I know he's been working the first unit since April, but since Jacoby officially became a starter, have you spent even more time with him, or is it kind of the same of what you spent with him during, during training camp and during the offseason? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, you know, you generally end up spending more time with the guy that that is that you know is going to play. Uh, and the, you know, Marcus spends all his time with the quarterbacks, all of them, right? And I think, you know, as you as you get closer to games. You know, you obviously spend more time, the offense coordinator and the head coach, the play caller, the head coach, as Frank is, you spend more time with that starter, some different, some separate meetings that you, that you have with just him uh, to get those likes and the dislikes and everything like that. So, yeah, just naturally because of his position, we, we've, we've had a couple more meetings with him than, we, than I guess we would in the, in the past. You talked about Jacoby and what you look for, the accuracy and the decision-making. A couple of areas that you guys have been really good in is red zone, third down mm-hmm. would, there, would you anticipate a drop off or, or not because of him being there instead of Andrew yeah no I, we, our goals are the same in third down 
and our goals are the same in the red zone. You know, we're, we're trying to convert whatever the down and distance is, we're trying to convert, and whatever, you know, the goal to go is, we're trying to score a touchdown. And, you know, so the, the, the goals are the exact same. The, the goals are the exact same. Uh, we know Andrew was a great, you know, a great quarterback in those situations, and we have very high hopes that Jacoby will do the same. Yeah, the the initial reaction is, you know, you're a little, you're just a little bit taken back, you know, as as everybody was. You, you saw everybody's reaction, and uh, and I know you guys have your own opinions to what your reaction was. And you know, I, the, my main thing that I, that I thought was, you know, it, it was sad that I was. Losing a friend, you know, losing a co – I mean, you're, the quarterback and coach relationship is so special and so different um, than any any other position on the field. You spend so much time together. You, you, you know, he's an extra game planner. He's the coach on the field. So, you know, any time I've ever left a player, whether I change position, coaching positions or whether I've changed teams, you know, the, the, the initial reaction is the same, man, I'm going to miss that guy. You know, I'm I'm really gonna miss that guy, and obviously, you know, he did so many good things on the field. But it's the relationship, right? It's the relate. It's I said to him, it's almost like we're going through a breakup, but we'll still talk. <laughs> but it's that relationship that you'll miss. But you know, with any, and I say to sound cliche, but with any relationship you lose, you gain another one. And I really look forward to to having that same relationship. And Jacoby and I have had a great relationship from the start, and I, I look even further to continue that relationship with him. It was a did you see this coming? No, no. One of the advantages you guys had last year is people could go and look at the disparate parts. They could look at Frank's pass or your pass or Andrew's pass. They didn't know what they were going to get as a whole. Do you get a little bit of that back now that Jacoby's the starter? I think so. Yeah, I think that I think that's fair because you just don't know exactly what. Again, you don't know what they don't know exactly what he likes and you know what he how he makes things work and you know every like you said every. You know, there's there's coaches that run systems, and then there's coaches that you know run systems but adapt to their players of what they do. I think a lot, you know, a lot of good coaches do. You know, all coaches will do that. So again, they're they're we're not, we're we're we want we run a system with adapting to our players. So yeah, I, I guess there's an element of surprise that that we get back right there. That's to our advantage. I think we're speaking of surprise. Is, is it fair to say that you you think you know how you're going to play? But you don't know. The only body of work really is 2017. Right. And that was almost a throwaway year. But do you think you know or are you curious? Yeah, I, I, I'm confident that I, I'm just so confident that pra you practice how you how you play. And we've we've seen what, what you know, obviously we saw we watched all 17. But. You know, we've we've seen exactly what we've gotten from him in practice the last two years. I'm I'm such a believer in that, in, in that that, yeah. I think I think we know. What can you take away from 17 other than he's a tough kid? Yeah. Um, good question. I haven't thought about that. I, I really don't have a good answer because I haven't thought about that year. And. All right, that's Nick Sirianni, the offensive coordinator for the Colts, and he not only does he sound confident, he looks confident. 
as he's talking about the 2019 edition of his offense. Lots of other things going on. The Cubs are going to play against the Seattle Mariners. You've got uh, the Fever about to wrap up the season. The Indianapolis Indians, they did that last year. A losing season for the Indians, but a lot of really good baseball out at Victory Field. Lots going on in the world of sports. We saw that Jordan Geronimo has committed to the Indiana Hoosiers. He is going to join that 2020 recruiting class of Trey Galloway and Anthony Leal as freshmen about a year from now. He's ranked just inside the top 100, but people say he's got crazy upside. We'll see about all that. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't get all excited about this kind of stuff. I don't care about rankings in particular because who's doing the ranking? Right. And what would separate uh, Geronimo from like if he's ranked 84th or 85th, as he is at 24-7 sports and, and the 60th guy? or the 70th guy, or the 55th guy. It really doesn't matter to me. The proof will be in the pudding. He's a kid from New Hampshire. He's going to come to Bloomington. They say he's extra long. He's 6'6", 195. He can jump out of the gym. Um, We'll see, right? Archie Miller putting together a good 2020 class that looks like there's a cultural basis in his recruiting that I really like. Smart guys who love basketball, and then go get the measurables. Right, you got to have measurables, but you've got to have all these guys pass through a cultural fig, uh, a cultural kind of a filter, or you've got big problems. That's sports, nothing but sports for Tuesday, September third, two thousand nineteen. Join me for breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, eight o'clock on Facebook Live. 815 on Periscope Live and also the audio edition right here on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on uh, thegrillingtruth.net. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You should have no trouble joining me every single day. And of course, follow me on Twitter at Kent Sterling. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.